Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Wicked Cow Marketing, home of the Lead Generation Strategy Report. This report is perfect for small businesses that are looking for a new marketing channel to help them generate more leads. All you need to do is head to our website at lgpodcast.com forward slash leads, enter in your details to order your report, and then we'll send you a list of questions asking about your business and about your goals. Once we get your answers, we'll be able to formulate a personalized strategy for your business, recommending what we think is the best way to go to generate more leads. Just go to lgpodcast.com forward slash leads to take advantage. Get it, everyone. Welcome back to the Lead Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Morris, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about online business directories. Now, we all know that the physical offline directory, like the yellow pages, is on the way out. But what about these online directories? Are they worth getting into? If you uh, sign up your business to one of these, are you likely to get leads? Or are they not really going to help you out very much? Uh, That's what this episode is all about. This is actually the first half of an interview I did with Daniel Duckworth from ServiceCrowd. So in the second half of the the interview, which we're going to be... uh, putting out in next week's episode, um, we're going to talk about the quote comparison model. Uh, this is a the sites where consumers can go along and they can fill in a form and get multiple different quotes from different providers for, for whatever they're looking for. Now, these sites have become really popular in the last few years and, and Daniel actually owns a site uh, called ServiceCrowd and they have both some of the directory features but also this quote comparison sorts of features. So we're going to really sort of delve into that side of things in in the next episode, episode number seven. But for this one, we're talking about online directories and Daniel's done quite a lot of research about the different directories online and we we talk about whether they're going to be really useful or how how to tell if an online directory is going to be useful for your business. So let's jump into it. Welcome back to the Lead Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Morris, and today I'm joined by Daniel Duckworth from ServiceCrowd. G'day, Daniel. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Nick. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, how's the uh, weather over there in, in Melbourne today? Uh, it's terrible, actually. It's <laughs> really cold and wet. Oh, well, it's not much better here in Adelaide, so that's all right then. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about lead generation sites and directories and how our listeners and other small businesses can get more leads and customers from these sites. But before we get started on that, perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about yourself, Daniel, and about your business. We, we started about five years ago, and very specifically in a niche area for just design, web design. Uh, so back then, it was called Design Quotes. Um, and we did the whole kind of quote comparison model specifically for web design, graphic design, um, and it worked uh, particularly well back then because there was nothing really, um, there were no competitors in that niche. Um, and eventually we decided that it kind of needed to branch out to be uh, cover a whole bunch of services, um, essentially because of uh, a flaw in the business model, which is that if we spend money acquiring a customer on behalf of the businesses, then we need to be able to market services to them again. 
But if they find a web designer, they have no reason to come back to the site, so we can't really then market additional services to them. Uh, whereas if we can then market, say, uh, an accountant and then a dentist, then any marketing dollars we spend on uh, customer acquisition is uh, money that is a customer that we can then market to again later. Okay, that's that sounds awesome. I'd like to get started with uh, with the interview about talking about your guide to the top ten Australian business directories. Uh, for our listeners, this is a, a guide that Daniel's done over the last few years, I think, and uh, we'll put put some links to that in the show notes at lgpodcast.com. Um, now, there's a few different directory types covered in the list, including sort of the standard directory model, the more review model, where there's a sort of an emphasis on getting reviews. Then there's sort of the get quotes model, which um, where customers can you know fill in a form and, and get several quotes from businesses. And then there's some that are sort of a hybrid of the different models. Which one would you put Service Crowd in? It's mostly the uh, get quotes model, but we have started working on the reviews as being pretty central. I think that reviews are becoming more and more important, but it's also the integrity of those reviews as being particularly important. Um, I mean, we're seeing the likes of word of mouth online getting much, much bigger um, and reviews on Facebook becoming particularly important. So um, we're actually looking at helping the, the businesses get reviews essentially at cost. So we'll, we'll spend administrative time and money making sure that customers do submit reviews for the business because it provides essentially intelligence data for us, but also provides us with content that can be indexed by search engines and helps us with uh, our own search engine rankings. Cool. We're going we're gonna to touch on the reviews again towards the end of the interview. But moving on with uh, sort of looking at this, this, this list that you've been working on the last few years, we, we all know that like, the traditional offline yellow pages directories are you know, going out of use quite, quite quickly. But uh, what about the online directories? Do people actually use them? So it kind of depends. So Yellow Pages and True Local are still used quite a lot just by virtue of the fact that they still show up in the search results. Uh, so for really hyper-local marketing terms like um, you know, dentist in Carlton North, you'll likely get uh, a bunch of results from both Yellow Pages and True Local. And that's starting to be threatened a little bit by the likes of Yelp. The smaller ones, they, they do get used. They don't really get a lot of traffic in terms of the the directory results showing up in the in search engine results. But if they're doing their own internal email marketing well, then they are getting uses. So they've, they've built up customers over the years, and if they're doing things like promoting deals with their businesses to that, those customer lists, then they're certainly getting use. But I suspect that that's dropping pretty significantly. I've, I've done my own tests with some of the smaller ones like Hot Frog. Um, and albeit those tests are in you know, specific areas like just web design um, and pay for their, their hot frog advantage to see what kind of results we get and really not very much in paying $20 a month to get very little traffic when that could be spent on, say, um, AdWords or even Facebook advertising. Cool. So it's yeah, it's interesting to, to think about how these sites are actually getting their traffic. So some a large portion that you think is coming from search and then they've got some existing customers they're able to market to uh, as well. Yeah, so I think that um, the directories, some of the other directories, the smaller ones, used to get a fair bit of uh, traffic you know, years ago, and so they built up customer lists back then, and they're just kind of riding the wave of that. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. 
Um, are there particular types of businesses that are well suited to directories? And, and how can a business determine if, if a directory is right for them? Um, so it's mostly the, the hyperlocal business. Um, you know, if, if you service a particular location and you have a particular niche, um, then a directory is pretty well suited to you. Um, but for the most part, the breadth of directories isn't particularly useful um, unless you're focusing on local SEO. So if you're trying to rank your own website um, for a set of local keywords, um, then the kind of name, address, phone number listing on a bunch of local directories certainly helps there. Yeah, as doing SEO for our clients, that's where we often come in, in touch with directories. Thinking about the local citations you just mentioned, the NAP, NAP. So yeah, it's interesting to, to talk to you about the, the other side of things, which is the you know getting business side, which is really what these directories are there for. Yeah, that's what they. I mean, that's what they were set up for initially, um, and now I think that they don't really deliver that to a whole lot of their customers. I mean, they will be for some, but I just I think that it kind of fails to deliver on that for enough of their customers being being the business unit. Yep. And um, is, is, it, is it any different for, for more like niche-specific directories or maybe sort of industry um, organizations that have directories? Do they fall into a different category or are they, are they sort of the same as these more general directories, do you think? I think the niche ones um, are in a better position and it really comes down to how serious the, um, the, the directory is run. So if the owner has uh, good relationships with people in the industry, um, then people in those industries are going to be using that data to contact people and you know people generate business out of it. Um, so that kind of niche information is particularly valuable um, if they're curating it and keeping it up to date um, and they're able to make good recommendations, then it's certainly in a much better position than the broad generic directories. Cool. Can you perhaps uh, tell us a little bit more about the article you did um, and, and maybe what some of your key findings from, from your sort of research were? So, I mean, the article started probably four years ago and it was just a very simple, here's a list of you know, the 10 biggest directories. Um, and then that it did particularly well in terms of generating lots of traffic for us. And then, so I thought, well, we should do a follow-up one we can't just list the same directories again, it's going to be kind of useless. So I thought, well, let's do a bit of an SEO analysis and just took the basic metrics of the number of links and the domain authority and that kind of thing. And then uh, I've started doing comparisons from previous years to try to track um, the number of links that have gone up or down, um, the number of linking domains, the domain authority, um, the Alexa ranking and so on. And so because it's so SEO focused, make the findings are mostly to do with the SEO. And most interestingly, I think is in some cases, um, there are fewer links correlating with a higher domain authority. Um, when you know, a lot of people have been taught you know, over the last few years in SEO, you, know, you need to generate as many links as you can. Um, and I think this reinforces the idea that fewer high quality links um, are going to do a lot more for your domain authority than a whole bunch of crappy ones. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what the SEO industry is sort of moving towards now, I think, the, the fewer high-quality links. 
Any other key findings? I know I noticed the yellow pages was your sort of number one on there. Is that mostly just due to the the, the SEO sort of um, metrics? Yeah, it's pretty much it's based on domain authority, but also it's very hard to know for certain. But the potential that it's going to generate leads for you, um, and I think when with yellow pages, it's a little more expensive to set up a good quality profile. But the profiles are really good quality. So I think the Yellow Pages directory has come a long way over the last few years from, if you look at, say, um, True Local, that's kind of a very flat, like, basic listing. And the Yellow Pages one gives you a lot more marketing tools. You can put up presentations, you can put up documents, um, and that'll be kind of aggregated through various channels on, on the website. Um, so I think that as a tool for generating leads, if you put in the time and money, um, and a yellow pages profile, it'll it'll definitely give you returns. Yeah, interesting. So, something that just came to mind that you might want to perhaps include in the future years would be um, maybe a comparison of um, the different uh, sort of pricing models. I think you do have some stuff in there about that actually. But um, I guess like if a business wants to try a directory, uh, it's going to be much better for like a trial and error type thing if it, they can just pay for like one month and to see how, what the results are as opposed to being locked in. I think Yellow Pages, do they lock you in for like six months or more? I don't actually know because it's not something that I uh, was willing to put money in to test personally. Um, I suspect not. I think with the, the print one, they do, and that they still do, and with the online one, they don't. But um, I wouldn't quote them on that. Yeah, they are a little bit uh, secretive with, with the information about uh, you know options and stuff. You have to just go talk to someone before you get the full details, so it's understandable. Yeah, but that said, I mean they have become more transparent with the with the pricing for the online directory in the last few years. Okay, cool. Um, well, let's um, perhaps move on from sort of the, the more standard directory stuff to the the get quotes model, which which is um, what what you said our service crowd is mostly focused on. Okay, guys, we're going to leave it there for this week. Uh, remember to tune in to the next episode to get the second half of this interview where we start to talk about service crowd a little bit more in depth and uh, in particular the uh, quote comparison model or the get quotes model that uh, service crowd is based on. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, including all the links that we mentioned, head to lgpodcast.com and look for episode number six. Cheers.